0: After these messages, will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Why? Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. We're here to talk about TV commercials, good ones and bad ones. And the ones where people say weird shit like this.
0: When you can't be with him, be in his mind.
1: Be a mind sticker. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haas. She's my mind sticker. Oh, hey, Veeves.
2: Thanks.
1: Coming up today on the show, you know how you and I hate work? Yes. Not the things we do for a living, just generally speaking, the concept of work. The
3: concept of it, yeah. We're
1: like a... Scarfield meets Dobie Gillis yes. meets Jughead Jones. All, all of the rolled, most current references, all rolled up into one. Yes, I know. I'll continue that from last week as well. <laughs> of course, two of them were Archie references. By the way, I already. don't think
3: we were. We are Dobie Gillis. I think we're Maynard G. Krebs.
1: Thank you. Nice correction. Yeah.
3: Doby didn't hate work.
1: I gotta say, man. That was a pull. That was pretty hot. That's a mind. That's a, th- a deep cut. That's a that's a that's a hot correction there. Yeah, You're a, mi- a, you a, mind a mind you are a Yeah. I mean any <laughs> If only I could know in the past I'd grow up to be with a woman who would correct me on the roles of Dobie Gillis v. Maynard G. Krebs. Like,
3: that was, that's a real important uh, precedent.
1: I don't know what my uh, – yeah, I, wow, that, that was –
3: Gillis v. Krebs. Yeah,
1: let's go make out. Anyway, um, you and I don't like doing extra work if we don't have to. In fact, if we, can, if we can get the listeners to do the work for us, that's all the better. And that is what listener – Megan did for us this week. It was actually several weeks ago. She was watching a bunch of Hulu shows and saw a bunch of the same commercials over and over and said, hey, I'd love you to talk about these and send in a whole list with her, her thoughts. Which, going over the list again today, I realized I've seen some of these in the wild since she sent that out and I'm I've internalized her thoughts. Uh-huh. She produced the show for us.
3: Right. It and was, also, she sort of produced our minds. Yes. She's exactly. a mind sticker. <laughs> She's
1: a mind sticker. Um, so today, guest producer Megan Perry will walk us through some Thank commercials. Thank you, Megan. It's pretty good. Also, now this is a complicated forward promo here. Um, <laughs> in the Ad Council section, I would like to play for you what I believe to be... <laughs> hands down uh. without any competition <laughs> the best star trek commercial ever okay i grabbed it from a comment thread on the facebook page as i was arranging these you know these as i was arranging the show today i then realized this comment that contained the star trek commercial was like over a year old. It was after we had done our Star Trek show, which mm-hmm. was quite some time ago now. Was it already so a year ago? Maybe wow. it wasn't quite a year. But either way, there's a chance we've are... Do you know... When I say to you the best Star Trek commercial ever for a local Star Trek broadcast, does oh, one jump yeah. to mind? Yeah. Which one?
3: It's the one where they go to the lady's door and it's like, no?
1: No, this is different. Oh, this... Or was
3: it the one, is it the one where... Uh, it's like a a zooms in on a planet from way far away. That
1: was the best one ever. No, I don't think we. I was really worried that we'd already talked about this, and my brain is so bad that I had forgotten. Okay, well, it sounds. But actually, no. Let me say this.
3: Unless you want to keep having keep playing, guess the Star Trek commercial. I think we should just wait until we get to it. It
1: It is so good. I will say one more thing about it. It's Billy Joel inspired. Okay, yeah, I think D- that's new to me. D- <laughs> oh, Genevieve, it is so, so good. <laughs> but let's start by handing the reins over to guest producer Megan Perry. I don't I want to work. I want to bang on the drum all day. I don't want to play.
0: I just want to bang on the drum all day
1: some thoughts about this song as I was (laughs) rolling it into the system today. Number one, is it kind of like weird cultural appropriation? I know that I'm, I mean. It's like ska, right? But it's like, you know who did this song is um, Todd Rundgren. Uh Yet he's saying like, but it's got this like, this island, I
3: only know Todd Rundgren as a punchline on 30 Rock. Like, that's my oh, only oh, reference point it. Oh, 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 oh right. <laughs>
1: that, is a, that is a funny. Maybe I should play that. I think I have that in the system. But, like, it's like, I want to bang on me drum all day. Right. And it's like Can this it, sort of a, like almost Jamaican or island. Should island-y a white guy thing. say me drum? Like, what's with this song? Want to I don't want
3: to work. I want to bang on I almost thought it was Brang on D-Drum all day. Either
1: way, though, right? I
3: guess so. Is one more offensive than the other? Is me more offensive than D?
1: Ding dong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What? The other comment I want to make about this song is...
3: I don't even want to do our show anymore. I just just want to do a show show called the Ding Dong That's Offensive Show.
1: Um, I'm trying to keep it tight today because we don't have too much time. That's true. We've Um, got a little bit of a deadline. But the other... And we should talk about commercials, not this Todd Rundgren song (laughs) and its life on YouTube. But I saw what I thought to be was a very funny, very funny comment today. So I'm rolling this song in off of YouTube and maybe the third comment down is somebody named Brennan saying, I love this song and hate my job.
3: Wow, that song really speaks for (laughs) Brennan. It really does. We'll speak for Brennan, if not Todd Rundgren.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so um, thank you again, Megan, for doing the work for us. I would like to read the little note that Megan sent in. I submit for discussion the current commercials that are running on Hulu. The list is long because I've been watching a lot of Law and & Order and the commercials are twice as loud as the show. Did I just create a show sheet? My bad. No, I'd you're love to hear your, good. You're good, exactly. I'd love to hear your takes on these, says Megan. All right. The first one is for Taco Bell. I think this is the one that has uh, that that Megan's analysis has really stuck in my head. Uh, More on that in a second. But let's let's just play the commercial. This is, I believe, part of an evolution we've been talking about since the beginning of after these messages, which is we started the show back in 2015, around the time the fast food industry realized that breakfast was the next big market opportunity. right? This was
3: even before the chicken sandwich wars. That's how old we are. Yeah,
1: (laughs) and the show is, yeah. Um, And it is interesting, right? I mean, McDonald's had breakfast. And there were some jokes about it in pop culture, the fact that you couldn't get it after 11 or or what have you. But then you know, Taco Bell never messed around with breakfast. And it was just always kind of an afterthought. And then everybody's like, oh, no, we can really, really lay into this idea of a, a whole new frontier. I People Trek, like I to mind. eat junk
3: food at literally all hours of the day. <laughs> That's
1: right. So now McDonald's, of course, has breakfast all day. Although, Taco do they? Breakfast. Because
3: I we went to McDonald's in the friggin
1: oh, Grand, that was weird, Grand though. Canyon
3: town, whatever the little town outside the Grand Canyon is.
1: No breakfast to be had. Well, I mean, come on. We were in a tiny town outside. I said
3: <laughs> no breakfast to be had.
1: Outside of the Grand Canyon National Park during the height of... Of a global pandemic. What does
3: that have to do with anything?
1: Supply chains. Are you kidding me? Oh, All kinds. Of, I mean, I listen, I'm, I'm not saying that it's my all heart the same, is bleeding it. It's all me the come. same
3: gloop, just recombobulated oh as whatever.
1: I can't deal with you right now. Um, <laughs> this Taco Bell commercial <laughs> is um, highlighting the Taco Bell breakfast. And the whole point is you see like a bunch of really young, hip people doing stuff at night. But the, the message is go to bed early so that you can wake up and enjoy that Taco Bell breakfast, okay? Take a listen to this. It was a night before breakfast when suddenly Austin craved eggs and bacon. Now we see some guy in his um, mega... Gaming chair. I mean,
3: crazy. He's got a, a gaming um, chair that I can't believe even really exists. He's
1: got a gaming chair that moves in all different directions while he's playing. He's got a screen in front of him, but he's also wearing a virtual reality goggles. So the whole thing is kind of made up. I like it though. It's just yeah. very stylized and futuristic. And so, okay, let's let's. And I think we're going to see, can I set this up in advance? I think we're going to see some young people at a party later on. It looks like at a pool party, because I don't want to keep interrupting. Um, And I think those are the Basically people
3: having fun at night.
1: Exactly. Take a listen. It was a night
0: before breakfast when suddenly Austin craved eggs and bacon. And the toasted breakfast burritos he'd eat when he awakened. And the party was turning up, but Darren decided to wind down. Because sleep is a one-way ticket to toasted breakfast burrito town. So when Alex received that late night text, she thought about breakfast and she ghosted her ex. Toasted breakfast burritos are here. Go to bed, sleep well. The sooner you sleep, the sooner you'll get
1: one. Only at Taco Bell. Now this commercial came on with somebody. I'm trying to think who it was because it wasn't you. I don't think. I was watching it with somebody else after I had read Megan's note and I was starting to bring up. You're
3: cheating on me with her the TV. point. You're cheating on me with
1: someone know who else who it in was. TV. Could it have been Durs? I don't know who it was but i said hey there's something about this commercial and the person interrupted me and said exactly what megan's take is do you want to guess what it is
3: well i can read it right oh here. you
1: already you have yeah. it in front of you pretend you're guessing anyway no would you have thought that though she says why on earth would the company that invented fourth meal yes. tell you to go to bed early the logic is flawed i agree
3: the logic is flawed because their their audience has always been stoners right mm-hmm. like it's you know yeah late night gamers but but people who are sort of like Late night, night owls, and and you know probably up doing something that's you know not super good for you. Yeah, right.
1: I know who it was. It was our friend Keith at oh, Teddy's. Oh, Keith! And yeah. he right away, and of course he's really tuned into this lifestyle because yeah. he's a bartender. He's, yeah, he, he, he never goes night, to bed before he, yeah, two in exactly. the morning, and he'll go he'll wild out too late at night. And he said, yeah. He said that they should just call it fifth meal and then sixth <laughs> meal and then seventh meal. Yeah, it's just an and endless. Then like, and then he's like, and then you kind of get into some cokey kind of territory <laughs> when I come to that. Yeah,
3: well, you know, I mean, I do think that not enough companies are like tapping into the cokehead head market. Yeah,
1: I know. We, they've all accepted the, the stoner, the pothead yeah, market. Yeah, next right? next
3: step is the cokehead.
1: Anyway, I that's agree. Good. I think
3: that like uh, Taco Bell, uh, yeah, it's like they that's a little bit weird that they're telling you to go to bed. I do think it's fun, kind of fun, though, that they had a woman turn down a booty call from her ex.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the um, I'm glad that the dialogue did all the work for me on that one, too, because I couldn't remember the third scenario. OK, this one is a little bit difficult to explain to a podcast audience that can't see the visuals, but it's for. Hinge, which is a dating app. And their whole point is we've talked about these yes. before. I think Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. They, they want don't you to want, meet somebody. They don't want your business for very long. It's, they it's want not to, about hookups. It's exactly. about relationships. They want you to find that one and then delete the app. Right. So in this one, we see a young man. He's like a I don't know, young white man in his 20s or something. And he's sitting in a bar at first by himself, tapping on his phone. And then a bunch of different versions of himself start sitting down. This is biting my have rhyme. Have you seen this before? No,
3: but I, I have long wanted to do a show where people play versions of themselves. Oh yeah. You know, yeah, I got that idea right. from yeah. the from the one who like um wants to get a mortgage. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, like this is yeah. very like much of that of that uh, idea. But I've not seen this one. So this is
1: very interesting. So three versions of himself all come to his table while he's sitting there. But there's something about them. They're actually almost like two-dimensional versions of himself with uh, little screens around them with X's. So little X marks, you know, that you would click to close. In other words, these are his profile pics that he had been using on this dating app. And one of them, I think he just kind of looks cute. In one of them, he's holding a kitten. And Is that then-
3: a kitten or a baby goat?
1: Oh, I'm not sure. Sorry. I thought it was a kitten, but we'll, we'll figure it out as we watch the commercial uh, and then another one of him. Oh, there's four of them. There's one of him shirtless with a surfboard and there's another one of him with his arm around somebody. But they've scratched out the woman's face with yeah. purple like you would. Um, like and you so would. this is uh, this is him meeting all of his former profile pics. What's up, man? I'm deleting you. <sighs> He's deleting us. No. What? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Who is this guy I think
0: he Whoa. is? No, no, no. Guys, I mean, you were the perfect profile pictures, right? I mean, that's why I don't need you anymore. Did you join the monastery? What? You know I saw this coming. Is it a dog-friendly monastery? No, guys. I I met someone.
1: Aww. Wow. wow. I mean, that's incredible. Hey. Yeah. 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 Let's go. Hinge. Hey. Sorry, I- <laughs> <laughs> to be So um, We were
3: both wrong. It was a dog. It
1: was a little puppy that he was holding. And that's why he asked if it's a dog friendly uh, monastery. Um, and then when they all go, ah, they go to high five, but they turn to dust, almost X-Men style. As soon as he, uh, <laughs> as soon as he deletes it, or a- I'm sorry, not X-Men, uh, Avengers. Avengers. Yeah. Um, they both start with a uh, sound. Yeah. <laughs> X.
3: I think he would have been better uh, off trying to play their both Marvel card. But anyway, yeah, and then at the very end, one of his profile pics is late, and, it sh- and it's him holding up two big fish that he caught. Um, right. And he also gets poofed.
1: And then he also gets poofed. I um, like that a lot. I like it a lot. I'm, Here's what Megan I'm has very to say into it. Megan says, I love this one. They The scratched out X, the surfing hobby, the sensitive puppy hug, so accurate. Also, the monastery joke is great. If I'd read these notes carefully, I would have known that it was a puppy.
3: Yes. Well, we, uh, we're, we're doing this remember. in real time. Uh, no, I think that is really great. I haven't seen that at all. And I watch some Hulu. I watch a fair amount of Hulu.
1: I don't think I'd seen any of these before Megan I wonder if the internet in. can
3: tell that I live with someone.
1: Huh, maybe. Because I don't see, I, I hardly single.
3: ever see any dating website stuff anymore.
1: Megan, if it's not. To, I mean, for real. I'm not joking. I don't want to pry, but if you hear this and write in, it would be interesting to know if you're single because there are two. Um, there are two different dating. Actually, I'll skip to this other one now. It was. Uh, it was last on Megan's list, but let's do the other dating uh, app commercial here. Two. Um, this is from Match.com, and it's about adult dating. And Megan says, "I love the diversity and imagery in this one. You see images of like two toothbrushes in a cup, and 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 uh, you'll hear the announcer say six texts in a row. That doesn't come across as creepy or desperate. That really makes commitment look fulfilling," says Megan. Um, and so yeah, you'll hear. I think the um, voiceover will do a lot of the work here. You'll you'll see these kind of images floating across the um, screen, almost like a lot of photos that you might see on a dating app or or snapshots of people's fun relationships that they had in their 20s, but you'll hear the obvious point of this is you're a little bit older now, dating in your 20s was fun, nothing wrong with that, but you're looking for something different now. You date like you aren't 22 anymore. Like, emotionally mature is kinda hot to you now.
0: And six texts sent back to back is totally cool. You date like your experiences, relationships, they haven't just made you you, they've made you interesting.
1: Young love was great, but dating as a fully formed, emotionally mature human, man, that's on a whole other level. He came so close to mentioning Dobie Gillis. I could feel it. I could feel it. They weren't brave enough, though. They pulled back at the last minute.
3: It's not for seniors. It's not seniors only or whatever that word is. our time, my time, whatever it is. I,
1: I really... Here's what I really like about Megan's show sheet, and I'm not joking, and I'm not just saying this to, well, um, to get her to, to do more work for us. It's really insightful in a way that I probably wouldn't have picked up on these things. I think that probably would have been a commercial that I wouldn't have paid that much attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another one. Actually, now I'm just totally going out of order here. This is another version of of that same experience that i had going through this list this is for hertz rent a car okay i'm not even going to tell you what uh megan's notes are until i play it for you it's a very short commercial you just see um a car full of young women in i believe is it a jeep kind of vehicle yeah it's like a jeep with the the top peeled off and they're just having a grand time driving this jeep somewhere
0: let's go girls
1: the car own the memory that's it shania twain is singing and they're just having a blast driving around in this car maybe listening to that song i don't know if it's diegetic or not um and uh and that that's it and that is the type of 15 second commercial that would have been you know i Could have seen it a million times and never paid attention. And Megan said, this marketing to women is genius. It makes me want to rent a car and go on an adventure. I don't recall ever seeing a rental car commercial directed at women for fun. No business trip, no kids, no husband, just fun, confident women having an awesome time. And that is true. I mean, that, again, it's so short. And I'm like, I don't know as much people driving in a Jeep, but that is a shift.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And I also wonder, too, I mean, I'm starting to... Yeah, I don't want to presume anything, Megan. But I'm starting to get a real picture of of Megan. i here. Put it this way: I'm getting a picture of what Hulu thinks Megan is in, yes, exactly. and, is, and is about, yes, right, exactly. And it's I think it's a different thing than you and I. I mean, we're in our 40s. Um, we're coupled up. Um, we're not married, but like for all intents and purposes, like to a marketer, we're basically married.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, and we're so I'm not seeing a lot of like um, dating sites for people in their 30s or, um, you know, kind of go on adventures with your girlfriends. I think like marketers put me in a different category now that I'm over 40, um, which is too bad because I love adventures. Um, but yeah, this is really interesting. And I think it's, it's what, what's so interesting to me, especially is the way, um, marketing, makes some judgments and assessments about a person maybe based on their Hulu watching or based on whatever other data they're buying or or Mm -hmm. accessing. And you start to get this sort of like in the negative space of these ads, you start to see like a a persona emerge, right? Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, this last one, I don't know if it fits into any of that necessarily, (laughs) but it's still a lot of fun. I mean,
3: everybody needs car insurance.
1: This next commercial, yeah. So this is a... a, That's the
3: one constant.
1: This is a progressive commercial. Have we ever... Done a show without an insurance commercial in it.
3: I'm sure we have. I'm sure we... What do you
1: think, though, the pie chart of that looks like?
3: It's a small sliver. But we've done shows that were specifically about one, kinds of, one kind true. of product that's a, or something. That's
1: so I love this commercial because it sneaks up on you. You see very classic motorcycle kind of commercial. You see a guy. He's on his motorcycle. He's driving a long, windy road that is kind of uh, cut like... At the at the foothills of some mountain that is also overlooking an ocean. I'm assuming this is California somewhere. Right. Maybe it's even is this Highway One? Probably maybe? Highway yeah. One. Um, and how many
3: how many car commercials have been shot on Highway yeah.
1: One? Yeah. And so he's cruising down this road, and the narrator is saying very cliche things. Have you seen this before? I don't think the so. The narrator is saying very cliche things um, about the motorcycle life, right? And then at one point, you realize, oh, the the cyclist can hear the narrator, and actually has an issue with some of the things he's saying
0: riders the lone wolves of the great highway all they need is a bike and a full tank of gas their only
1: friend the open road i have friends (laughs) well he may have so You just hear him say and the sound the sound on this is not great, especially the very last joke, which is funny. But he's like, I have friends.
3: <laughs> this is a good line reading.
1: It really is. And a little bit. This of must a, have
3: been incredibly challenging to make sound wise.
1: Yes. And then we're going to see that even though the establishing shot didn't make it clear, he's actually riding a motorcycle with a friend. There's another friend on the road with him on his own bike.
2: I have friends. <laughs>
1: Well, he may have friends, but he rides alone.
2: That's Jeremy right there. We're literally riding together.
1: So now the camera pans out, and we see uh, his buddy Jeremy is riding next to him. Literally riding together. He gets
0: touchy when you talk
1: about his lack of friends. (laughs) Can you help me out here?
0: No matter why you ride, Progressive has you covered with protection starting at $79 a year
1: friends to be fair it's a little (laughs) bit hard to hear we're new friends to be fair well we're new friends to be fair progressive
3: has such a great deft touch making fun (laughs) of other types of ads
1: (laughs) they're um touchy when you mention his lack of
3: their sale a palooza you know one where oh yeah that's a great one and the one we talked about last week where jamie's Striding onto a a set like uh, he's the man there. That's uh, echoing another kind of trope, yeah. a tropey commercial. Like whoever Progressive just has Progressive is almost like it just on its own. Uh, an exploration of commercial tropes. Like that's almost all their like that's what so much of their ad work is now. That was I love it.
1: Such a good roundup, Megan. Yeah, it was. Really I hadn't good. seen those commercials before. Your insights were um, phenomenal. I think, and we know everything about you, <laughs> or we know as Genevieve well, we says, we know
3: what we know what Hulu knows about exactly.
0: you. Put it that way. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind.
1: I mentioned on last week's show that we had one more um, comment from a listener regarding our twins show. Oh, my gosh. I'm just remembering something else I saw on Facebook. I'd forgotten that... you know what was it two weeks ago now we did a show all about how advertisers use twins and the concept of twins and commercials Yep. and i made a joke at the beginning of the show that i'd forgotten about and i said we're doing a show on twins commercials that's right nothing but commercials for the movie twins and i saw that somebody i'm sorry i don't have in front of me said i got so excited for a second <laughs> and had all these lines of dialogue from the movie rush into my head <laughs> You just never know what the people want. You, you never know? do. I kind of want to do that show yeah. now. Every different cut of the twins, oh my like God. the the three minute trailer, the two minute trailer, the fifteen second promo. Um, the then you could get into like the local ads for when it was going to air on local TV stations. If you
3: have an amazing. If you have a super Google yeah, that can yes. find that, yeah. Ooh,
1: super Google. Um, anyway, yeah, so we did a show about how advertisers use twins, and um, we played a commercial for western and southern i don't have to play the whole thing right here um but it is uh, this was the only oh, we really commercial oh i really liked this Oh, uh, i really liked it too it's very it's very very sentimental and it got me and it punched me hard in the feels um and this is fraternal twins it's a little girl and a little boy and it's like them growing up together right and just having this this real bond of of being twins and going through life and and being very close we see them as they Newborn that your
0: doors always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch.
1: Okay, the point of me playing this is after we talked about this commercial I offhandedly said, oh, that must be Willie Nelson, right?
3: And I think I
0: casually agreed with
3: you. Yeah,
1: and it sounded like Willie
0: Nelson. It keeps you ever gentle on my mind.
1: Now, two points here. Well, we were wrong about it being Willie Nelson because um, Carol pointed out on the Facebook page that it's uh, actually Glenn Campbell singing that song, which makes sense. Here's the thing that I'm a little frustrated about. There were clues. If you really paid attention to this commercial, there were clues that this actually was Glenn Campbell. And... One of the clues is the the uh, headline is TV commercial song by Glenn Campbell.
3: I <laughs> guess right there in the headline. Yeah.
1: So I yeah. guess that, you know, if you look, you know, if you know where to look, if you know where to look. sometimes it's right there in front yeah. of you the whole time. Thanks, Carol. Uh, okay, Genevieve, I'm really excited because I went from very excited about this commercial to then thinking, oh, I'm just a dingus. We've already talked about this. Now realizing I don't think you know what you're about to hear. Okay. And I want... I am so glad I am here with you right now for the first time uh-huh. that you're going to hear this, that we didn't just kind of... You're
3: like a certain kind of guy showing someone godfather for this first time.
1: <laughs> exactly. No, I'm really glad that you didn't like watch this, you know, looking over the show sheet by yourself earlier because right. I I was delighted <laughs> I would, by this. I would never. Um, this is something that Brian shared again a long time ago on the Facebook page Um And he said, oh, I didn't grab his original comments, but this aired on his local, I want to say NBC affiliate or something, when they were playing Star Trek The Next Generation. Okay. They made this commercial for, I'm trying to think if it would have been in syndication at this point, or if it would have been a new show. It doesn't matter. Take a listen. Jean-Luc,
0: Jordy Specs, Mysteries on the Holodex, Asteroids, Triple Droids, Telepathic Beta Zoids, Transporter, Deadly Claw, Visitor from LA Law, Photons, No Kirk, Captain has gone berserk, Shuttlecraft, Council Troy, Dr. Crusher's Little Boy, Klingon Rites, Parasites, New Heights, Phaser Fights, Data's Head, Tasha's Dead, Wyke is hanging by a thread, Celebration, Transformations, Everyone to Battle Station! Start the series! <laughs> It's the next generation on your favorite station. We didn't start the series. But when we are gone, it will still be on. We didn't start
1: the series. It's the next generation on your favorite station. We didn't start the series. That was, is, was Fox 23.
3: Yes, and it was obviously in syndication because that's like yeah, a recap of, of like course, yeah, many, 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 many later, different yeah. episodes from the series. That is...
1: Do you want to hear it again?
3: Just sublime. There are so yeah, many again. good
1: jokes in here, and I don't even fully get them because I, I don't watch. I this, get them but, all. Like, it's so great, Data's head.
3: Yeah, I mean, I they they have to assume. I guess they have to like. I feel like nowadays there were some pretty big spoilers
1: in there. Oh, uh, were, were there?
3: Yeah, in terms of like characters who get killed, but also like the series. Now that you know, it's obviously at this point it's in syndication. These are reruns that they're talking about. I also think like the. The sort of spoiler as an idea Didn't, had, didn't really exist back then As much Uh-huh. Um, but that was truly delightful
1: I'm going to uh, play it one more Time here I'm going to see though if I can find The original comment yes I'm sorry that I didn't say This earlier this is from listener Brian um, He says this is a Gem I remember from my younger days WXXA23 Was the local Fox station in Albany New York fe- featuring a Billy Joel song with Star Trek lyrics This is so good
0: Jean-Luc, shorty specs, mysteries on the holodecks Asteroids, triple droids, telepathic beta zoids Transporter, deadly claw, visitor from L.A. law Photons, <laughs> no Kirk, captain has gone berserk Shuttlecraft, Counsel Troy, Dr. Crusher's little boy Klingon rights, parasites, new heights, phaser fights Data's head, Tasha's dead, Wike is hanging by a thread Celebration, transformation, everyone to battle stations <laughs> ah, so-
3: so good. Visitor from LA Law is, is the best. Is the best. It's about yes. Cor- Corbin Burnson Arnie from LA Law plays um, like an omnipotent being who guest stars on the show in one episode, uh-huh. and um, that is fantastic. Oh, is so good. That so is I'm so glad you hadn't seen it. That just it before, like, I I love something that demands so much so much cultural uh-huh. pop culture knowledge. You know.
1: I don't know why this came up, but apparently at one point on the show, and I have a vague recollection of this, I said I wanted to run a bar or open a bar that played Monk on yeah, TV said we a lot cause time. Yeah, because I said
3: I was watching TV somewhere where I couldn't hear the commercials. I could oh, only yeah. see them. And oh, you, right, said, yeah. you said, what, were you watching Monk in a bar?
1: <laughs> oh, right. Well, Rachel says... Because I believe you thought that would be a a bad idea for a bar. I think that you said we're not going
3: to... I thought it would be a tough sell.
1: Yeah, we're not going to... I thought
3: it would be a hard pitch to investors.
1: (laughs) And we're not going to use our own nest egg to start that bar, I take it. Yeah,
3: for one thing, I think that um, we're... We would have to buy the rights to Monk.
1: Oh, my phone just went off. Oh. Um, sorry about that. Okay, so Rachel says I would go to a Monk themed bar because it would be the cleanest bar ever. Truthfully,
3: any bar that you would run, Andrew, would by definition be a Monk themed bar.
1: Head Council, it's jingle
0: time.
2: Hi Genevieve and Andrew, this is Nicole Partridge from Bothell, Washington, and I wanted to call in with my hometown childhood jingle. Um, I grew up in Slidell, Louisiana, so which is a suburb of New Orleans, um, and the only jingle that I remember from my childhood is S P C A. Find a friend on Japonica Street, which is like rung in my head for years, um, and I. Just went to go do some research on it. Like, is this really what I remember? And it turns out it is. And the New Orleans SPCA actually has a history site where they list um, the history of the organization. And this was from 1985. It's called the Japonica Jingle. And um, it was sung by um, Alan Toussaint, who... While he is not the king of the Tuck Tuck Sound, was a very prominent (laughs) jazz musician that lived in New Orleans and recorded with a lot of other people. Anyway,
1: I he did play with the Colgate Hour
2: to share this with you, and I hope you find it as charming as I did. So, bye.
1: Uh, Great. You know what I forgot to do was listen to this ahead of time. I had listened to the voicemail, but I hadn't actually listened to the um, to the original PSA. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, take a listen to this.
2: Looking for a dog, say Japanica Street. Find a straight cat, say Japanica Street. Wanna find a pet just to warm your feet? A little puppy dog on Japanica Street. S. B. C. A. A place to find your dog when it runs away. S. B. C. A. A little kitty cat for your kids today. This is so good. This is amazing. Come on down to Japanica Street Warm up your heart on Japanica Street There's a lot of life that you can meet You can find a friend on Japanica Street S-P-C-A S-P-C-A You can find a friend on Japanica Street You can find a friend on Japanica Street
3: that is amazing and good on you, Louisiana SPCA, for preserving that.
1: Yeah, no awesome kidding. Right? Yes. Yeah.
3: Too many of things like that get lost, and then the best you can do is find, you know, some crappy version of it somewhere or somebody recreating it, but no. They knew they had gold there. And I mean I love the history of that. Like yeah. uh, you know, there's like this local jazz legend who's associated with it. Like what a great Shisan local... is
1: still with us or no? I don't do you know. know?
3: Yeah, I don't know. Like, let me let me consult my encyclopedic knowledge of jazz.
1: You've heard of him, though. No, really, no. He's he's. I mean, he's one of the most famous musicians to come out of New. I Orleans. said no. <laughs> right. Sorry, um, was. Oh. Is there a word for like when you go to the Wikipedia and you just read the first three words to find out if the if it's going <laughs> to be is or was? There should be a word. I for I feel that. like I do that all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, he passed away in twenty fifteen, so not all all too long ago. um yeah, no, that's really good. if I had any notes and hey, I'm not giving Alan any notes. Please but don't. if I had any notes, I would say we could dial back the dog sound no. a tiny bit No. dial it up. oh interesting dial you're, up. You're... give me more
3: of that give me more of that dog on a on a synthesizer. you're
1: going the opposite direction.
3: yeah. I want to hear the dog in all the keys
1: <laughs> you can sell anything. See so keys, you know about jazz.
3: I mean, like just the, the literal keys oh, on the on the, on the keyboard, which is, I assume, how they make the dog song. I thought that was
1: a sophisticated musical reference. All right, Genevieve. Um, people can leave us comments in the Facebook group. As I mentioned last week, I now have the keys to the kingdom. That's right. He can, I can
3: he can see all of your secrets.
1: Well if you post (laughs) if you post them to Facebook to this particular Facebook group Um, just look for After These Messages it's a group on Facebook also we have a voicemail line that you can use 607-444-5597 607-444-5597 call sing us your jingles
3: or email us at After These Messages show at gmail
1: this was tons of fun again thank you Megan Megan that was that was really really great it really was um, I'm being sincere when I say that, and I'm being sincere when I say I want somebody else to do that for us as well. <laughs> or Megan can do it again. I don't Just care. Just anyone. Just, Just do anyone. It. Haven't we done enough? <laughs> Goodbye.
0: Oh, Dip is Heems once again, back again with the caravan of man from Pakistan. Karachi Posse's Osky's Poppy. Uh, red Dr. Guns couldn't stop me. I burned headband, my eyes.